0: Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Deliverables, a personal resilience building podcast. I am your host, Chaplain Eric Bryan with MSC Far East, and i got to say I've been looking forward to this episode for a while now. Uh, I think it's a very important uh, topic within the topic of resilience to to cover, uh, and I promise to do my best to tie everything together by the end of it, uh, but just stay with me as we work through different elements of a bigger story. There's a unique field of study in business, mostly around the supply chain engineering field, and it's called standard deviation. Maybe you've heard of this, maybe you've got experience with this, uh, but if you, if you don't, what it typically describes is the amount that a product can fall into a range in relation to the group of a whole. Uh, let, me, let me give an example uh, to maybe help clarify this definition. Like, take, take your box of your favorite cereal. Captain Crunch, Cheerios, Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, you know, whatever your cereal of choice is. On the bottom corner of any of those boxes, you're gonna see a weight listed. Like, they're gonna write out what the weight of the cereal inside the box is. You know, one pound, two ounces, 510 grams. So here's the inside scoop on that weight that's listed it's not entirely accurate. That is the standard deviation. The weight of cereal inside that box may actually be 508 grams or 512 grams. The rule here is the expected weight of cereal inside every box should be around that weight. And you know the people that make the product, they have decided how much more or how much less that can be inside that box and still be able to say it is that weight. So standard deviation is that calculation that determines how much under 510 grams or how much over 510 grams of cereal is allowed inside each box before being shipped. So do you, am I telling you that your cereal may be short a few grams or it may include more grams than what's on the box? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. But in business, That's allowed. (laughs) So when I talk about resilience, what does standard deviation have to do with that? Well, what I want you to know is that there's a standard deviation principle applied here also. There are many things in life that personal resilience will allow you to endure. There's a range of things that resilience will allow you to endure. Many challenges that you faced in life. However, there are some things outside the range of resilience and that requires you to get help. Think about depression. Now, I'm not talking about just being sad for a moment. Uh, you, know, you know, you're sad about something happening. You feel depressed about something happening. But actual clinical depression, that requires you to get help. And, and just because I've got a podcast now with, I don't know, 18, 19 episodes, I'm not expecting to give you every tool that you need to work on your resilience. Some things still require help. And the key question here to consider is how do you know if your resilience is within a healthy resilience range? We can easily measure, measure uh, grams of cereal in a box, but we unfortunately cannot measure the amount of resilience within a person. We have too many backgrounds. Uh, we're very diverse. You know, we all have different life experiences that you know make us you know, a little rough around the edges, or maybe not. Uh, But we all have a different range of resilience that we're working with. So that's why I wanted to offer concepts of resilience and not just give you a step-by-step guide to being resilient. It's because I respect you as being a person and acknowledging that you're a person that's had a different life experience than me. That's why I put so much emphasis on building resilience and preparing for adversity before you find yourself in an adverse situation. One person may be able to handle extended deployments, uh, a divorce, a loss of a job, a loss of a status. You know, one of you may be able to handle that a lot easier than someone else you know. But in some cases, our personal resilience may not be prepared to handle the adversity we are facing. It is to that point That there are things you can do, uh, you know, like reaching out to a friend, reaching out to a chaplain or medical, you know, finding some kind of resource that's going to help you through it. If you are aware enough that your resilience is not helping you to get through this on your own. But to this point, there are things you can do now to help yourself in the future when your own resilience is not enough. The first thing to do is learn more about yourself. In the journal, I asked you to engage with previous challenges that you have faced. I wanted you to work through those. I wanted you to figure out if there were concepts of resilience that you could identify and how you managed it. Or, you know, how did you not manage it? (laughs) Let's say, for example, you found yourself in an unhealthy uh, relationship. Constantly jealous, angry, controlling, deceitful just an entirely unhealthy situation. To begin working out of that, you need to learn what a healthy relationship looks like, and then you start unlearning what you've been doing. So you start reading books on healthy marriages, you find a married couple to mentor you, even some unorthodox things like attend a marriage conference while you're single maybe. You know, the sky's the limit with possibilities of what you do to unlearn your unhealthy habits. What you're doing here is finding something purposeful to connect with. Goals are very important to build resilience. Finding a purpose is very important to building resilience, but it also provides that range, that standard deviation of what is allowed. You know, in the example I just gave you, now that you know what a healthy relationship consists of, after all the books, the conversations, the conferences, you're going to know when you start falling out of that range of what is healthy or not. As you learn more about yourself and what you're capable of, you're also at the same time preparing for future adversity. Abraham Lincoln once said, you know, or just contributed as saying, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. The adversity that you face in life is the tree you need to chop down And building your personal resilience is the axe to sharpen. If you try to chop down a tree without a tool like an axe or a chainsaw, you're going to suffer and you're going to hurt. Like you need to be prepared for challenges. That standard deviation relies on expected value and variance. Without going into the mathematics of it all, these numbers offer a confidence level that a business can rely on when producing their product. If the machine boxing up the cereal had various outputs of say 300 grams, 510 grams, 1200 grams, there would be a need to address the machine's calculations. Once it got dialed into an acceptable confidence level, say 507 to 513, then businesses can go on as normal. This is determined by what becomes acceptable what I have noticed people need in facing adversity is a confidence level, that they can handle the range of these challenges they are facing at an acceptable rate. Think about your training that you receive for your job. That's going to allow you to work within the range of what is expected of your job. Right? now, Some people know that they can handle intrinsically, while others need someone close to tell them and help them along the way. A bit about confidence here, though. Being able to trust yourself and the beliefs you have towards life are keys to confidence. The more you practice, the more confident you become, and the easier things get for you. It goes back to, the same, like I was just saying, with your work. The more you perform, the more you work, the more you do those tasks associated with the work, the easier it gets. That's what personal resilience can do for your confidence. It'll let you know when things are just not right. The question then becomes, do you have the resources and the tools to fix it? Or do you need assistance in in getting that addressed? Now, addressing ways to continue developing and growing your resilience will allow you to determine if that adversity you're facing is within that deviation range that you can do this on your own or not. If it's not, Say currently something that you're going through within your capabilities. You have to be honest, and you have to get help. Contact me, uh, mse.deliverables at gmail.com, or your closest resource, medical, your chaplain, your close friend, somebody that can help you face this adversity. Uh, While that does it for today's episode, this is going to tie directly into our next episode on Resilience, uh, Episode 20, Isolation. Until then, my friends, stay resilient. Chaps out.